Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello and welcome to the Six Show Podcast, Copen and Copenhagen. My name is Owen and I am with Marius. A pleasure being back here in the studio with you, sir. Back in the studio. Yes, because we've been out on on doing field work. Oh yes, we have, haven't we? Yeah. Yes, yes, we had our live event at Depot with uh, the wonderful Appy and uh, Beck and uh, David. Mm-hmm. That was a, a pleasure. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only that, we we were the master of ceremonies for um, a simple theater and uh, Delia's and Aragon's and uh, well collaborated also with uh, Down the Rabbit Hole Theater. Uh, we got to play a little part there. That was yeah, new name, new you. The show uh, that was that was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. People yes. came out. Yeah. I think there are mostly CIC fans. Probably. And for those of you who might not, the crazy idea that you might not know about the podcast, let me do a quick uh, brief of what we do here. Uh, this is the CIC show, Kobe in Copenhagen. You check CIC show in Spotify or whatever you're listening to to find it. And uh, we talk about life in Denmark. Yes. Uh, because I'm Irish. He's American. <laughs> ca- ca- Canadian. Canadian and Danish mix is American. <laughs> You're you're Canadian. There might Danish. be some truth to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you, you're you're Danish. I'm Irish. Uh, uh, I'm lost. You're lost. <laughs> uh, we're, we're we're just we're navigating. We're trying this. to find some keys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're navigating life here in Denmark and Scandinavia um, through through our experiences, through the experiences of our guests. Mm. Uh, we do that by picking news stories uh, or or experiences that we want to talk about and just have an open forum to chat about it because mm-hmm. it's just. Good to good to good to talk. Yeah, uh, and that's what we'll do on this episode. We're going to we're going to uh, we're going to bring a couple of new stories and talk about them. Uh, uh, but we also have a guest, Sophie Haken. Wah, comedian. Wah, Extra- extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> uh, but not only that, we also have uh, the announcement of our big competition that we've been giving away mm. for the last few weeks. Mm. Uh, we have a, an amazing giveaway. Uh, so we're going to be announcing uh, the festival. We've been hinting at. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got somebody who's involved in the festival on the show to tell us a bit about that. Uh, uh, yeah. So we were going to we're going to we're going to talk about some news stories, give that competition uh, prize away. Uh, but let's 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 get into get get to the beginning. Start start where we should. Uh, yes. Let's talk to Sophie. Uh, we start off by reeling off some of their amazing achievements and uh, 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 accomplishments. The, the accomplishments. Uh, 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 but then but then we really kicked off the interview by asking some of the hard hit questions. Sophie Hagen, you are a, a stand-up comedian, you are a podcaster, an author, an influencer. Uh, not only that, you're a multi-award winning London-based Danish comedian. Uh, 2015, you won the Best Newcomer at the Edinburgh Fringe, and you have a brand new tour coming up. But what's your favorite Smarballs topping? My favorite what? <laughs> It's been so long that you don't understand the Danish word Smarball anymore. What's your oh, favorite? You were, you were speaking Danish. Yeah. <laughs> the most, it's the weirdest thing in the world, isn't it? When when people shift between them. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I've never heard that word before in my life, and then oh god, oh, okay, well that's a difficult question. Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> like choosing my favorite child. I imagine I don't have kids. Sophie's easier um, choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Sophie's easier choice. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go with Frigadella. Oh yeah, solid. Yeah. With 
beetroot. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Oh god. I would also want cuz I put cress on everything. Cress uh, is good. Yeah, I'm going with cress. Cuz it's like it's shit here in the UK. Um <laughs> What, the, the Danish cress is like the best. I, it's all I eat when I'm home. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just put cress on it and I maybe love... some some oh some sliced some what are they called? The sliced the sliced pickles. Mm. I love I love because oh. we we were we were thinking like how do we start this conversation? We were we're like how are we <laughs> going to start this conversation? And how are we doing this interview? And we came we thought that would be a fun <laughs> <laughs> silly question to ask, but. The, the earnestness to which you're, you're trying to answer warms my heart. Oh, um, I am. I could not be more serious when it comes to Danish food. It is. It is the the. It's something that daily affects me. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that I am not near Danish food, or that I am near British food. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was um I was looking at your Instagram uh, recently, and you uh, put up a, a quick post saying. That reminding people that your two uh, shows in Aarhus and Copenhagen are going to be in English. And you had yeah. said uh, that this is because you've been working with this show in English and you've you've crafted the jokes in English. So it would be difficult to directly translate in Danish. Yeah. My question is, do you still have a Danish sense of humor? Do you still make jokes in your head in Danish? Like how how do you how's your Danish upbringing and experience how's that still influencing your comedy in, in England I I think the British and Danish humor is similar enough that it doesn't feel like there's much of a difference mm -hmm. so I think I think I <laughs> I think I can still be funny in Danish <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but there's such a difference between just being a funny person and then doing stand-up right because it's yeah. more of a, a technical thing yeah but um But I definitely still have, I mean, I've lived there for a decade and I still struggle with the British culture, mm, <laughs> the, mm. you know, the sort of faux politeness and the, oh, you're not allowed to talk about anything real and, you know, everything has to be so polite and <laughs> superficial and mm -hmm. I'm definitely still Danish when it comes to that, mm -hmm. <laughs> when it mm -hmm. comes to that, just being super direct and let's be honest, a bit rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And does, do, you, do you think that helps you uh, when you're doing your stand-up in England and like kind of helping your career, like that you, you're able to say how you feel about something quite directly? Yeah, but that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> quite the opposite. I'll, right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll realize that I've, uh, that I've upset a lot of people without knowing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I've, I've just answered an email, but because I didn't say, you know, How are you? Oh, I hope you're well. Mm. Because I just went, oh yeah, number three, send it over. <laughs> like, okay. yeah, yeah. So Sophie hates us now and <laughs> we've done something wrong. So I don't think it helps me. Right. I, I really need to, I need to preempt most meetings still by saying, oh, if, if I sound, you know, a bit too just bring direct, a Danish if flag. I sound angry, <laughs> I'm just Danish. Mm. I'm Scandinavian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. angry with you. <laughs> Does does your brain like I don't know because uh, I'm I'm half uh, Canadian and half Danish and I think s sometimes I uh, I dream sometimes in Danish sometimes I dream in English. I was wondering is it a bit the same for you with coming up with material that some uh, jokes or premises or ideas come like in Danish in your head and some come in English or I don't know if you know that. I definitely <laughs> relate to that. Like I relate to the 
for me, it's whenever I'm in, I can't even imagine how weird it would be for you to be in Denmark, but like speaking in, I mean, because here I, I can go months and months without thinking in Danish, really. Mm. Um, but then if I get on the phone with someone who's Danish or I go back to Denmark and suddenly I start to think in Danish again. Mm. And especially in the beginning when I kept going back and forth doing stand up in both Danish and English, it was it was a lot more fluid. Yeah. Where now I just mainly think in in English. Mm. But also, like you're you're catching me at a time where I haven't been in Denmark for three years. Oh wow, really? COVID, so yeah, I'm very rusty mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to that. But I think when it comes to ideas and stuff for stand up, uh, I mostly think I'll mostly come up with it in English because I'll mostly come up with it when I'm about to go on stage or when I'm on stage. Oh, okay. And that's usually to an English audience. Yeah, yeah. In English. Yeah. I was thinking a little bit about this sort of what what is your um like in terms of influences or or comedians you were inspired by or looked up to uh, growing up I'm assuming it was both Danish and and uh, English or or just non-Danish speaking comedians um I don't know could you any Danish comedians yeah. that come to mind when <laughs> um well <laughs> I I'm trying to think who it was stand up wise because um, the, there were the big American ones that I loved. Like I was very influenced by Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people forget I, that she was a stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. I think a yeah. lot of people forget that she's not just a smiley TV host. She actually started off yeah. doing lots of stand-up. She had yeah. a sitcom she also. She had a sitcom as well, yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm swearing. I'm just going to try and not swear. Swear away. Um, it's all good. <laughs> totally good here. <laughs> she was she was brilliant. Mm. I mean, she did have a lot of writers. Um, mm. So you know how much was was her and how yeah, much yeah, was yeah. them, etc. But that's that's kind of the thing about talking about your influences is that I mean, especially in these times, <laughs> you're <laughs> like, well, you know, I did like all these people yeah. who are so uh... trash. So yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was definitely influenced by. Um, um, like as soon as I started doing stand-up in Denmark, mm. uh, I, you know, all the Danish comedians became my influence to some, mm. to some degree because they kind of took me under their wings and mm-hmm. taught me everything I needed to know. Mm. So I was very, very influenced by the Danish comedy circuit. Are there any differences between sort of a the approach to stand-up here in Denmark? Oh yeah, to, yeah, definitely. I mean, in Denmark, I mean. This is to say I haven't been part of the Danish circuit for like, I don't know, seven, seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how different it is now. But I know mm-hmm. that when I left and is a couple of years later um, or after, uh, it was very, very intense and it was very small. There uh. were very few places you could perform. Mm-hmm. But also, like when I started out 12 years ago, not that many people knew what stand-up was. So there was always that risk of half the audience could have never seen stand-up before. Mm. So it was in everyone's interest, best interest, that whoever was on stage was good. So we'd go off stage after a gig and then there'd be seven comedians going, okay, we have notes for you. You know, just because they wanted to help out and, Ah, you know, they kind of wanted you to do well. Um, You do not do that here. (laughs) (laughs) 
the first like, no note first given. <laughs> I went to a I went to a comedy show and the com- the comedian on stage who's like he was already a bit famous at the time. Now he's very famous. Mm. I just walked up to him. He had no idea who I was, and I was like, "Hey, great joke! I was thinking at the end, maybe you want to do this and that." <laughs> and he looked at me like. Like I just killed his mother, like <laughs> pure hate. Like you do not do that. It is the worst thing you can do to someone. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, I, and I missed that. I missed that. It felt almost like a, you know, it it was, it was more of a community. Where here it's so big. Yeah. That mm. you can go years without seeing certain comedians, and but you've still both been gigging. Yes. So it's it's it, people don't really engage with each other in the same way. Mm, mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, interesting. We both do uh, improv comedy. I think that has taken over that uh, role of w- what is stand up. I think when people come to an improv oh, comedy really? show, they're like, "Well, this wasn't stand up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, it's, I, I, I can imagine. Are people just like, uh, can you sense that with the audience that? Then not sure what's happening. Oh yeah, well I don't know what's happening when I'm up there, so I mean we're we're all confused. <laughs> but uh, but it's it's um it, it's a, it, I think it's a kind of a trope within the improv commu- community now to say uh, if somebody sees and it's interesting because I think it's shifted from like you're saying 12 years ago when people weren't familiar with stand up and I love that mm. idea of the community working together being like okay mm. we all need to put on a good show because if we do it well they'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> but mm, yeah. in in improv it. There's a saying that uh, if you see a bad stand-up set for the first time, you'll probably go back and try it again. If you see a bad improv set for the first time, you will never see improv again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you guys, you have you have it. Uh, <laughs> you're not the most favorable. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, genre of comedy. No, we're you the punching bag. <laughs> But yeah, I find that interesting. Yeah, you are a bit the butt of the joke. Totally, totally. <laughs> but hey, I'm just as long as they're laughing, they're noticing. Um, but they, <laughs> but uh, it's interesting that you say about because I've heard uh, uh, f- uh, f- um, comedian friends of mine, uh, Abby Wamba, a friend of the show, who will be opening for you mm. in in your um, uh, yeah. Danish gigs. Um, so we have friends within the the uh, stand up community here, and it is it, it it's it's growing very quickly here as well. And there is this kind of concern of like. You you do need to kind of like I don't know how to phrase this correctly without being offensive to anybody, but like you, you got <laughs> it's a bit of a trial by fire. You need you need to get those moments where you're like, oh, I should sharpen up that joke, or I should be. And it's nice for somebody to be honest with you and tell you, like, no one's telling you not to do comedy, and it's the same in improv. Mm. It's, it's there, but I think it would be. I think everyone would benefit from a little bit of honesty of being like, that was great. Maybe if you tried this bit next time, you know, I think I think everyone oh, would be absolutely. You know? I'm I am so incredibly grateful that I grew up uh, in comedy terms in Denmark because I especially when I came over and I saw other new comedians yeah and they'd been you know doing open mic comedy for five years and just made the same mistakes and couldn't understand why they weren't getting anywhere and wouldn't accept help because help was like a criticism of what they mm. were doing and. Mm. And they would just they just get more and more bitter and they're more and more just why is everyone else getting ahead but me mm. and no one is interested in helping them and I, I just it felt very um empty and it felt yeah. very sort of 
Oh, and also, you know, people have to get the last tube home because you probably live at least an hour away from the gig. Yeah. So mm. in Denmark, we'd all hang out afterwards because, you know, it's a 20 minute bike ride for everyone to get home. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you'd make friends, you'd talk about jokes, you'd, you know, nerd out about your material. Yeah. Um, where here it's just, oh, you, you're leaving. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna go home and sit alone. <laughs> and, <laughs> Ponder, ponder <laughs> if that gig went well or not. So it's uh, oh nothing left then, alone with it. But then it, it also has the oh, sorry, I'm just like blah blah. No, no, it's good. it also has the opposite effect then, right? Because then because it is so big, there is also more freedom. Mm. You know, you can be under the radar for a long time mm -hmm. until you are good enough for people to see you, mm -hmm. and you can sort of uh, you're allowed to do more weird stuff because the the. You know, there won't be like, a, oh, did you hear that this person totally had a bad show yesterday? Mm -hmm. Oh, let's make sure we don't book them anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there's there's a lot more free. Also, in terms of the kinds of comedy, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I, would, yeah. I would watch uh, character comedians in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, okay, listen. Um, okay, so do you want some advice? Because <laughs> what I can tell you is that um, so you need to be yourself on stage, okay? <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> So try and talking about like your family or something. Yeah. And they just look at me like I was insane. Because I've never seen character comedians before. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> another embarrassing foreigner, foreigner moment. So let's, 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 uh, let's push it uh, uh, an up a notch. We've talked about the, 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 the history of, of comedy and improv or uh, stand-up that you've, you've witnessed. We've talked about your stand-up experiences. Now, what do you foresee stand-up comedy and comedy in general um, Uh, being viewed as in years to come or how, how would you like it to be seen because it is clearly uh, expanding and developing constantly so what what do you think it'll be like in future oh i mean i <laughs> you've caught me on a hopeful day i think because <laughs> uh, because there's a local i don't even know what it is but i voted today i'm mm -hmm. not sure what i voted for but <laughs> i voted for the good guys i don't know if it's like a, it's like local council i don't know what is that is that So, yeah. I don't know what I, anyways I felt hopeful I felt like I'd done something good mm -hmm. <laughs> so I I guess I well first of all my, mm -hmm. my friend has a teenage daughter which is already should that should be illegal and uh, when she told her what I did for a living uh, she said oh yeah, she's a stand up comedian the girl said oh wow retro so the question is What? if uh if stand-up will even still be a thing right mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is a hopeful gonna... this is a hopeful day for you yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly and this is just me assuming i'll you know we won't die in the apocalypse next year yeah, yeah, yeah. um i don't know i i think i've seen i've seen some really really dark things happen with comedy as in it's you know, being utilized by the right mm -hmm, to, mm. uh, you know, as a, as a way to just spread their hate and mm -hmm. stuff, which is deeply uncomfortable and terrifying. And it's the first time I felt like comedy wasn't one big family, mm. which is all, maybe that was always ignorant of me, but you know, I suddenly feel like there are shows I'll go to where I don't feel super safe and I don't feel like home mm. because there might be comedians on the bill who are really terrifyingly hateful on stage. Wow. But then on the other hand, I've seen these incredible shows that push the boundaries of comedy. And like then we've had Nanette and the people like Richard Gadd yeah. and yeah. people who are just like mind blowingly 
changing the world with their shows. So there's also the hope that maybe comedy can be like a something that we acknowledge as, you know, not just a like a clown thing where we go, my wife, <laughs> but where we actually can talk about the things that, you know, I mean, there was a, someone mentioned a while ago that, you know, comedians today were making more sense about political issues than the actual politicians, mm-hmm. that politicians and comedians had kind of traded places. And mm-hmm. I trust a lot of comedians to, to do that. I think. No, it's so true. I think I get most of my news from like, yeah, comedians mm. who do some kind of former political satire. But like, yeah. I, it's not, that's just my news source now. Mm. And I'm, yeah. maybe that's a good thing. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends which comedians. Yeah. I true, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, no, but that that's amazing. Uh, and I think it's very interesting to see, because stand-up has been so, it's been growing for so many years. Like mm. and yeah, with Netflix and all this, it's so accessible now. And like my my YouTube feed is also like I feel like this. I'm discovering a new stand-up comedian every week, basically. But maybe yeah. it's it's almost like a little bit of a bubble that there's so many, there's so much content out there that maybe it will also like there will be a a, a, a tiny burst and only the the strong will permit, <laughs> or the truly funny, or I don't know what <laughs> the to call truly it. Funny. <laughs> well, I mean, now there's also this whole new sort of genre, which is, you know, comedians on TikTok, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is, is a, it's a, something that I, you know, I, I watch and observe. And I think there'll be a time very soon where I don't get this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. like the metaverse is going to come come in and be there and I'm not going to know what it is. It's yeah. going to slap me in the face and I'll be like, I yeah. didn't, I wasn't aware. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Just uh, like, I'll be irrelevant to these people and I'm sort of fine with that. As long as, as long as my people are staying around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't need a, a younger audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sophie, I am sure your future is uh, super, super uh, bright. Uh, we're very excited about your, your tour here in Denmark um, and on the 18th you're in Copenhagen at Bremen where uh, yes yes <laughs> that, that was a question oh, I, I was just <laughs> trying to be sure <laughs> and uh, on the 19th like, yes yes, yes. <laughs> that is correct and then uh, uh, to our listeners in Aarhus uh, you will also be uh, going to Aarhus uh, on the 19th at um, Musikhusel yes yes very good <laughs> I didn't yes, go up I'm in very, intonation, I'm very so I didn't. Excited. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm like emotionally excited. Like, I've not been back for three years. I haven't done gigs in Denmark in three years, and it's, mm. yeah, it's all very. I'm. I'm sort of weirdly scared that I won't be able to, like, <laughs> I don't know, remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. People are excited to have you coming back. Yes, and uh, oh, we're uh, we're very grateful for you uh, spending a bit of time with us uh, today on Copenhagen, Copenhagen, and uh, yeah, check out um, uh, Sophie's uh, other uh, specials. You've, you're prolific, also. I was like researching a bit, like <laughs> that's a lot of specials, like Bubble Wrap, Shimmer Shatter, the Dead Baby Frog, the Bumschwig, yeah. and you've written a book, and you do a podcast, and, I've written a book. and you got the Instagram and going. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's means. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Good on you. Uh, very excited about your your uh, coming tour and uh, it's such a pleasure talking to you, Sophie. Thank you so so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to Sophie Hagen. Yep. Go check out uh, their upcoming uh, tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you have two chances here in uh, in Copenhagen on the uh, 18th and uh, always on the 19th. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs>
And uh, well, shall we dive into some 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 hot news topics? Hot news to hot news topics, you say? Yes. You got. I'm interested. Go on. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. What do you bring to me? I bring you. Well, I a question first. Okay. Did you get milk when you went to school? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, little dinosaur ki- cartons. Oh, dinosaurs. There's little dinosaur ones. They're brilliant. They're always a little bit too warm, though. Ah. Now I look back at it, I think there was probably something they like. <laughs> Probably up with them. <laughs> well, uh, that used to be a thing. Well, it's still a thing currently here in Copenhagen, uh, across Denmark, actually. But now they're considering scrapping it here in uh, in in uh, Copenhagen for uh, no more milk for uh, the school kids. Okay. And why? 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 You, why? you ask me? I do. Yes. Well, it's a. Uh, it's kind of a. It both has to do with the uh, sort of. Uh, it's it's expensive. It's 1.5 million kroner uh, Copenhagen uh, spends on this every year. Like the the parents do pay for the milk. Yeah, I, but I, it's I just pay the for milk. transportation and back and forth and having people you know the store it correctly so you right. get a coal yeah. uh, a quarter of milk and stuff yeah. like that so yeah. so there's some money to be saved but not only that uh, you can also sort of uh, why are you reading this like it's a hot tip <laughs> oh no I was I'm excited about this because <laughs> uh, okay. dairy makes my 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 stomach tiny a little bit upset okay so i didn't have dairy when I was in school, Aww. and I was the odd one out, you know, Aww. who didn't get dairy. Sorry. And they had they had soy milk. Okay. No, they didn't have soy milk back then. Well, I would have thought not. Because I'm yeah. that fucking old. Yeah. Uh, but but I had to make do with soy milk at home, and, yeah. and that wasn't that wasn't that fun. Yeah. Anyway, so so maybe there's a bit of a d- 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 personal yes. connection to this. Right? Yes. Yes. Anyway, but uh, it not only will it save uh, Copenhagen municipality some money, it will also sort of uh, mean less uh, CO2 um, sort of in uh, the release because you know the old the tr- 2025. Yes, yeah. so it's it's helping towards that because uh, mm-hmm. they won't uh, be needing you know trucks to transport. Uh, but what about all those brittle brittle bones? Well, that's also that's I mean it's actually not even recommended by the health authorities to give children milk. Because you is can it, get no, is it is that is really yeah because you can get calcium in other ways and it's name not like name it t- t- tablets calcium <laughs> right, tablets yeah, okay <laughs> um and and it's actually like it's not really common or like it's yes, not yes, good I've for you I've heard this I've heard this yeah well it's actually only in the last few thousand years that we've uh, our digestive systems yes. used to taking dairy products but, but, yeah I know I know I know. <laughs> Like I know, but so we still we still have them. I still eat fucking cheese. Yes, <laughs> and they can't touch my cheese, but they can touch the children's milk. I'm happy with that. That's that. They so can't. wait, so so this is it. You're just happy that kids. You're uh, just being yes. a grumpy bollocks. You're happy the kids aren't getting milk. Yes, them and their brittle bones can go fuck themselves. Oh man, <laughs> I always I always found that weird. They, they, so there's a few of those little things, right? A few of those little like kind of tr- truths. Quotation yeah. marks out yeah. there that like, you know, well, actually, you know, uh, so one, milk is not technically good for us. Mm. Uh, another one, don't give milk to a cat. Cats, oh, yeah, they, med- they, yeah. they vomit. Same, yeah. same thing. Don't yeah. make it. I'm, I'm giving, I'm fucking giving milk to a cat. I'm <laughs> grateful. I've given cream to a cat. Cream to a cat. Really? Yeah. Oh. They love that. Uh, uh, the cat with the cream. Yep. Um, uh, no one killed uh, the, the cat. It wasn't curiosity. It's was <laughs> uh, The other, another one. Um, and I'm not. I'm just. It's just. It's just. I'm not. I'm not saying these aren't true. I'm just like. Just sick of hearing it. Uh, green tea has more caffeine than coffee. 
Yeah. Fuck off. What? Green Fuck tea. Fuck off. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. not green tea. Green tea has more or tea. Green tea, tea. Tea. Green tea Just, has more caffeine than tea. No, green tea doesn't have caffeine. Just regular tea has more caffeine than a coffee. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Black no, tea. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Apparently, it does. Bollocks. That's what they say. I don't wake up in the morning ready to tear the eyes out of anyone who I speak to because I haven't had a cup of tea. It's because I haven't had an espresso. That's when I'm. That's why I'm like that. Oh. It's like you and your eggs. It's like you and your eggs. No, I, I, I love a cup of tea. I love a black cup of tea. But I'm telling you, it's it. There's it not. But it sounds like I've had nine. Of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds a little bit like even uh... Uh, another one. Another one that pisses me off. Uh, like again, I'm not saying these aren't true. I'm just annoyed by them. Uh, 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 drink a hot drink to cool down when, in the summertime. Yes. Fuck off! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm having uh, I'm having a glass of cold water. <laughs> yes, it feel it doesn't feel as nice. No, but it does make sense that your body starts well, so heating you, up yeah, when you put you cold things cool, in it. Cool, cool something down. But yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. Be a, 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 a sort of a recurring segment of Owen just like I don't know why I'm, <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm angry with science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't I don't know. I'm not actually that angry. No, I know. But I know. But, uh, I know. I know. It's okay. Yeah? It's okay. All right. You're okay. Am I? I don't think so. I see you. Do you? I see you. Handy. Um, <laughs> could it be difficult if you You are don't. accepted. Really? Yeah. Oh, seriously? Do you want a hug? No, I'm all right. Okay. Uh, was, 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 was there more to that? There no, story? no. That's it? No. no. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's, it they're going to vote on it. They're going you to know, vote the, on it? The, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a proposal. It's a proposal. They haven't, uh, it's not gone through yet, but uh, I'm all for it. Uh, but that's only in Copenhagen. It's only in Copenhagen so far. But so uh, Greenpeace was also like, "Hey, it's a good thing, good thing, guys." Peter's probably, probably. Uh, I think they're okay with it. With milk from a cow. I think they're okay with it. Copenhagen, not not giving, giving milk, milk, right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you heard that? That's that's who? Someone talked to me about this, and I think it's quite common huh. that some of these milk cows. Yeah. Cows, you just cows, dairy cows, cows. Yeah. dairy cows, yes, yeah. <laughs> the milk yeah. cows. They have they have a hole in them. What? For it's something like they have kind of like a you know how a, on a ship they have those round what that. This is this is not a common thing. Maybe it's not a common thing, but I think it I think it is quite I think common. It, I because I think it's something where they can just sort of easily go in and like adjust the I don't know twelve stomachs I, or however many stomachs think, they have. I think or something. It's something like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you it's know, like uh, this little section that's been removed so you can check the stomach yeah, of a cow. Yeah, on a living cow. Yeah, I believe that was like a, a thing that was done once or a couple of times. No. For no. to monitor what Once. I don't think it's a, how would I have heard about it? If why it's been would done it be one? common? Because uh, I'm, I'm please, you've got a lot of cows, you please, know, stomachs. Go, please Google this if there's a little porthole in the side of most cows. <laughs> okay, and when I say porthole, I don't mean like an interdimensional one, I mean like a little porthole, like on the side of a ship. I'm writing porthole in cows. I'll <laughs> see what Google has for me. Uh, while you do that, I'm going to um, quickly uh, spiel off my little piece of information. Uh, Portholes oh, are openings on the side of a cow that allows researchers to access Research, an animal's yeah. stomach with a cannula. Uh, Is it prolific? Uh, uh, no. But, but uh, I mean... It happens sometimes, maybe. I grew up on a dairy farm. I never saw that. I've never, ever seen that in real life. 
I know it exists, but it's not common. But what is common? If it's a ca- one in every hundred. I I think you would. You would okay. <laughs> I don't know why that. I don't know how to I know research. Why, I don't know why that means it's common. That's just the number <laughs> I pulled out. Um, I don't know why I needed to know what you I thought was common. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, a while back, Denmark kicked out um, fifteen Russian um, uh, diplomats (quotation marks) uh, that they they uh, said were actually intelligence officers working in Denmark. Um, And then that was fine. Uh, and then uh, on the 5th of May, uh, uh, Denmark, or sorry, Russia did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, tit for tat, as you know, uh, as all great um, solutions come, tit yeah. for tat. Yeah. Uh, eye for an eye. Yeah, eye for an eye. And we're all, we can all see. Uh, Denmark, uh, Russia. porthole for him. <laughs> Uh, Russia has um, expelled uh, seven Danish diplomats. They announced that the uh, uh, seven... Uh, Danish officials were uh, persona non grata and they have two weeks to leave uh, Russia. Mm. Um, so so there's that. I think they're okay with it. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, think I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's one. I did so, yeah. This like, is, I don't think it's going to look bad on their resume. The guy, the Danish guy's coming back? Yeah. Of course not. No. I mean, some would be like, oh, cool. Like okay. What, like anything oh. involving the <laughs> Russian war at the moment, war in Ukraine, mm. uh, Whatever happens, you're like, okay. I mean, shit's gone. It 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 is what it is. Um, but here's a weird one. Uh, Ireland. A couple of Irish politicians have asked for the um, Russian ambassador to uh, be uh, expelled from Ireland. Do you know mm. why? No. On Danish national television, or sorry, Russian national television, a f- quite famous um, TV presenter. Uh, see, the, it's the, someone I read somewhere it was like the mouthpiece of Putin was he was referred as. Yeah. Um, talked about a, a nuclear retaliation that Russia could do, right? If mm-hmm. if war broke out, this is like a an like a um, uh, uh, blue screen or green screen behind him, kind of like it was like a digital yeah, okay, thing, some... right? Imagining what would it be, and they, he said uh, he was talking about uh, this uh, nuclear. A sub, or a, a, it would be a, a nuclear weapon um, in a uh, submarine drone, right? So it's little submarine, s- a drone torpedo. Ah, right? uh, okay. It would go out, and they placed it just off the uh, Western Irish coast in the image, nuked it, and there was the idea was that it would be this huge tsunami that engulfed Ireland and England, <laughs> and it showed Ireland being destroyed by a nuclear weapon on Russian television. Fucking hell. And everybody's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, are you kidding me? How is that not like provocative? I mean, what are you trying to do? Mm, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was just like big nuclear symbol over Ireland. No more Ireland. No, England got done as well, but Ireland's like, why why did you start with us? I mean, what did, why, yeah. Yeah. And, and was that necessary? Or I guess the, the idea is to, to you know, uh, strike fear, like, and sort of... I don't know. But it's nothing to do with Ireland. I mean, what the fuck? No, uh, but this was on Russian television. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so why did he get the... 
the, the, the uh, diplomat? The, yeah. He did, or the, the, the ambassador? I don't think he has been, but there's calls for some sort of apology uh, do, or something. That. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, because right, of yeah. this, like, the image showing Ireland being destroyed by a nuclear weapon by Russia. You're like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can't, <laughs> you, you can't do that. No, yeah. Uh, it was just, so, it was so strange. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's Irish. Mm. For you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love when you bring a bit of Irish yeah. to, to yeah. the show. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 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 the the diplomats are, are on the road back. Them them the them the news stories. I am. Uh, yeah, uh, me I, too. Me too. Uh, we we we've been busy the last few weeks. It so has been, been has just been a little busy, bit more busy of a chill days, episode. Yes, and we're we're heading into uh, uh, the famous Google uh, Tea, also cucumber times. You know, during summer where the, there there are oh, fewer cucumber stories. Times, yes. Cucumber times. You didn't have a word for that in Irish, do you? No. Like when news are slow. No. No. Okay. Just a slow news day. Just a slow news day. Cucumber times are good, though. I like the idea of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, I, 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 yeah, you're saying summertime, festival time's coming up. Yeah. Uh, we got we got a bunch of, bunch of cool things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, listeners uh, who've been checking out the show for the last couple of weeks know that we had a competition going oh, yeah. on our Facebook and our Instagram. Our biggest yet. Our biggest yet. Biggest prize yet. Yes. Uh, yes. We were giving away two tickets to Two Old City Festival. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it was so simple. We put up photos of Two Old City and we said, tag the location, tag a friend you want to bring yep. and you can win two tickets to Two Old City Festival. Now, if you haven't heard of Two Old City Festival, we spoke to Rain Cole from Two Old to tell us more. Let's have a listen. Hello, Rain Cole. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, you are Head of Communications for Two Old. For Two Old, indeed, yeah. All right, you said it better than me. Yeah, yeah I did. I That's why I'm Head of Communications. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So, uh, we have been we've been promoting this amazing competition uh, on the show for uh, about a month now. And mm. we put up some photos on the Instagram and on the Facebook. And we've been hinting, heavily hinting at, uh, at what this was. But can you finally uh, tell us... Uh, reveal what the competition is and what is happening in Two Old City, please. I would love to. So the uh, the thing that I'm happy to announce is that Tool are putting on the Tool City Festival Woo-hoo! on the 5th and 6th of August. That's incredible. So this is the first time Tool's ever done a festival. Ever. Yes. It's super exciting. Um, we're all, you know, very uh, cautiously excited mm-hmm. um, to put on this thing. I think it's going to be uh, fantastic. Um, I mean, if I can if I can tell you a bit about the brewery itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's massive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 150,000 square meters of land mm-hmm. and it's uh, 25,000 square meters of buildings. So that's a lot of room to play with. Mm. Um, and uh, since we've not had the pleasure of having people at Tool City for the last couple of years, uh, mm. there was that cheeky pandemic that happened. Aww. So now we can finally yeah. bring people to Tool City. So we thought we'd have a festival. So tell me, what kind of festival is it going to be? What's going to be there? So it's a beer and music festival. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, beer is our specialty. Craft beverages are our passion. But mm-hmm. um, we see no reason why we can't also put on the best music festival um, in town. <laughs> Um, uh, we've got a number of music acts, yeah. um, 20 music acts, in fact, wow. um, dotted all over Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, 40 breweries coming. Um, this also, we've got 10 distilleries, we've got uh, 10 cideries and wineries. Wow. So we, we basically wanted to marry the idea of a, a standard music festival mm-hmm. with a standard beer festival, a craft mm-hmm. beverage festival. Mm. Um, because it's it's a really sad thing that we go to a beer festival and it's amazing beverages, but mm. then it's not really, you know, the music's not really on point. Um, <laughs> or you go to a music festival and then you're drinking, you know, mass-produced, boring, warm beer. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that's not good either. Uh-huh. So 
Owen, what if we marry these two? <laughs> My brain exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when you say like a beer festival, how, how does that... Because I've been to beer festivals. For those who haven't experienced them, they're like these kind of very... They're very different types of festivals. You mm. go in, you get like a little glass, you have a little taster of a beer. You don't go in and it's not Oktoberfest. It's not like big jugs of beer or anything. So how do you, how, what's a beer festival within a music festival? How does that work? Um, so we open the doors on Friday at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, we keep the good times going all the way through. Um, it's actually possible for the first time ever to camp at oh. the actual brewery. Nice. The brewery. Um, which is really cool. So all day and evening we have that, but from 12 to five specifically, we put on the tasting, mm-hmm. which is when all of these amazing and, and really talented producers um, line up. You have mm-hmm. your tasting glass. And these breweries are from around the world? All over, yeah. they're all over. They're actually the, the, the you know, I would, I would say they're some of the most talented in the world mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're coming here. I'm sure. Um, we've had the pleasure of going to some of their festivals actually, and, mm-hmm. and now we can finally host them. Um, so from 12 to 5, they'll be there. Mm. You buy a wristband for one day, Friday or Saturday, or both days, in mm-hmm. fact, and uh, you get a tasting glass, and you can taste unlimited, unlimited wow. beers in that time. Wow. Challenge accepted, right? <laughs> 40, you say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which actually counts as 80, yeah. um, 80 different beers per day. <laughs> I like, like, so everyone understands the numbers Just so here. so everyone like. understands what kind of level we're talking here. Uh, and then there's, you've mentioned music, we'll talk about some of the acts. But um, I know that uh, Tool City has a, at the moment, has a, a, a like a, a guest uh, centre and a, and a shop and things. And you do food there as well. Yeah. So is there going to be food at the festival? There is, there is. So um, we've, we've absolutely uh, looking at the food right now and we're making it uh, as local as possible. Oh, nice. Um we um yeah we're still finalizing all the details but we're just trying to keep it just decent food basically something for the yeah. meat eaters something for the vegetarian yeah. and it's um toward the city is located in an amazing place full of loads of local resources mm. and ingredients and things like this um so it really makes sense to to take food from these places as well and mm. some talented chefs to to make it mm. so uh, so absolutely there's going to be some decent food there nice and what about the music what are we looking forward to there We've got a number of music acts. So we've got um, Young. Uh, we've got Savage Rose. Oh yeah. Uh, we've got Lowly. Um, is there? Is did I hear Ice Age are going to play? Ice Age are absolutely going to play. They're good. As well. I like. I like those guys a lot. I really like yeah. them. Yeah. Um, there's 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 loads, as I said. So um, there's there's something to. Um, I mean, there's something for the beer nerds, of course, yeah. the beer geeks. But if you're not a beer geek, by all means, if you are just picturing. A good time in a summer festival, taking them the good full-size serving of, of whatever beverage you choose, yeah. and enjoying some music acts. That's absolutely the case here. That sounds fantastic, and it's on the fifth and sixth of August. Fifth and sixth of August, and it's in Svinninga. Svinninga, yes. So uh, that's like near Holbeck. Yeah, it is in the idyllic Danish countryside, just mm-hmm. outside of Holbeck. Um, so you can get there. There's regular trains from the Copenhagen main station, Copenhagen mm-hmm. Hall. Um, mm-hmm. There's uh, changes at Roskilde, there's changes at Holbeck. Um, it's uh, an hour and a bit drive, I mm-hmm. would say, if you want to come by car. Mm-hmm. We also have spaces for bikes. Um, we have spaces for cars as well. We have got uh, a little bit of parking, but of course, first come, first serve, so get mm-hmm. there early. Mm. Um, yeah. Sounds yeah. exciting. I'm really excited for it. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much. This is the, I, I don't know if it's the newest festival in town, but it could be, but it's, it sounds like one of the most exciting ones. 
I mean, I think there's there's some really good summer festivals mm-hmm. um, happening, and I think we're all in need of a festival. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm I'm looking at the others, but I, I just think that this is the only one that's really marrying music, beer, food, good mm-hmm. times, all in one place. Mm-hmm. So, if that is something you're interested in, head to this one. Thank you, Rain. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going. You know it. Yes. Some f- fancy great beer, some great music. Yes. Some. Camping. I'm sorry, see Ice Age. Yeah, Ice Age would be cool. Good, good punk band. Yep. Danish punk band. Punk. Isn't it? I think it's punk. Punk, uh, rocky. I'd, I'd say more rocky. They started out punk. Really? Yeah. No, oh, okay. More so classical now. So for the two now. fans. More yeah. classical now. Two more fans. Going down more Bart Sarty vibe. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Two Old City uh, Festival sounds amazing. It's a blending of fantastic uh, uh, craft beverages and some really amazing food and some great music. So mm. definitely go check it out. Mm. And You know, there's going to be two people who listen to the show who are going, and I'm going to pick a random number now, Marius, and you're going to pick one of the winners. All right. I'm going to say number five. Five. We've got Poppy and Mas- Marcelli, I think. Pa- let's say that. Well, But Poppy's in there anyway. Poppy and Marcelli. Poppy Marcelli. and her friend. Yes, <laughs> Poppy and her friend. Congratulations, you win two tickets to Two Old City Festival. We will be on to you with more details about that. Uh, um, and and uh, and we, we we don't have a competition this week. No. Um, We've been so busy. Busy, 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 yes. busy. And we want to bring busy. the best to you guys. You yeah. Know? Not yeah. just any old, like a shitty fucking pastry from a shitty bakery. Wow. We would bring you the best pastry I from really the best I, right, okay. bakery. <laughs> I think they're all great. I, I'm just no, gonna say there, there's all a lot of I, I, there's a lot of shitty Danish based. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a really like cool little place by. Um, oh, never mind. There's a new bakery open in Novest. I do you know. I feel like there's a fucking new bakery every day. Every yeah. day. Yeah. And they're they're typically quite good. They're these like artisanal. Yeah, uh, we have our special way of making a. Br- Bread or a fucking <laughs> cinnamon bun. Oh, we're so grumpy today. We, are we? We're grumpy people today. Are we just... I think so. Are we just getting old? I think so. <laughs> I think so. You know what's uh, not so grumpy? What's that, Mary? Some hot tips. Hot tips! In in lack of a competition, yeah. uh, I, I bring you uh, some hot tips. Okay. The first one, uh, of course, just to reiterate. Yep. Go see Sophie Haken on the 18th yep. if you're in Copenhagen. Or the 19th, if you're in Aarhus. Yeah. Yes? Uh, tickets are available. And uh, then I thought, hey, there's some more uh, um, comedy to be had. Yeah. There's Let Her Speak on the uh, Tuesday, the 17th of uh, of March, May, May, uh-huh. not March. Uh-huh. And um, uh, our friend, uh, Epi Wamba? No, wait, wait. Let me just be completely sure about that. No, she's performing at Let Her Speak. I'm sure. Is he? Yeah. Have you been definitely sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Why is he not? I thought so. Also, why is she not? Is it not written there? This is great. It's great radio. Is this? This is on the show right now. This are is we, all are great. Recording all this. Yeah, this is all good. I think this is what we uh, one day we'll get the big bucks for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spring Fling by Let Her uh, Speak, uh, company-based comedy-focused performance uh, collected by non-binary people, women and femmes. Um, it's at uh, Urban 13 Garagen. It's indoors. Cool. And <laughs> uh, tickets uh, for students are 90 and 110 for uh, everybody else. Cool. The shows is in English. Uh, doors open at uh, 6.30 and uh, the event starts at 7. You can get water and beer in the bar. And there's uh, <laughs> even... Uh, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's even a, an opportunity to eat um, uh, food from Pops Diner. Pops Diner. Yep. Yes. And, uh, um, well, uh, rumors has it that uh, uh, the very funny Abby Wamba will be performing. Excellent. Yes. So uh, that was on the uh, 17th. Yeah. Uh, and oh god there's more I have another one what uh, this is uh, uh, this is kind of a secret party mm. secret party on, mm. on uh, Saturday the 14th of May yeah as uh, sort of uh, by Copenhagen Deep and uh, something called IG60 Untold <gasps> very mysterious and uh, well uh, this is their their blurb their spiel IG60 is an ever-evolving no-made club concept with the sole purpose of creating a playground for like-minded people and playful people who get turned on by the unknown. Hence, some things are best left untold. Ooh. Yes, the venue will be announced at uh, 12 p.m. May the 14th. 12 p.m. Uh-huh. So you gotta be on it there. You got just gotta be in your gear, ready to go. Yeah, uh, whatever your gear may be. Well, doors open at 10 p.m., so I guess it's the day before they're announcing this. That would make sense. That's a little confusing because uh, the event is on Saturday the 14th. Uh, so you have to be at the. You have to pick a location, go to it. I think they mean the 12 right a.m. Right. They will announce that it at 12 a.m. May 14th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doors open at 10 p.m. Yeah. Guests have to arrive before midnight. Yeah. As doors are closed to the public. Trust is key. No lineup announced. <gasps> Ooh. So you if you're go? feeling a bit risky, a little bit frisky. I think this is something for you. Risky, I'm, uh, risky. I'm, 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 I'm very tempted. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've seen you. I've seen your get-ups for these parties. You oh. like to get a little bit f- uh, funky, freaky. I can get funky, I like freaky. it. Yes. Uh, a couple of things. A couple of things. Um, I was talking to a, a, a guy, somebody from Cinematech. Yes. Yeah, one of the projectionists there. Okay. Uh, uh, I've always wanted to speak to a projectionist. He's really I'm cool. not even kidding. That's not a joke. Yeah, really, yeah, I've no, he's a really cool guy. I met him uh, at a comedy event once and we got chatting and, and I bump into him every now and then. Mm. Um, and uh, lovely dude. And he, they're, so Cinematech are doing this thing where I think it's called the projectionist choose. So he gets to pick a movie. Oh. And he's going to be showing um, uh, Cannibal the Musical. On the 21st of May. Cannibal the Music? Yeah, it's um, it's the guys who created South Park's first movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Before But, they made South Park? Yeah, yeah. Ah, when okay. they were like in high school. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, okay. So yeah, he's like, and he was just, I was chatting to him. He's like, yeah, I just want to show this thing that like, will never, ever, ever get seen on a big screen yeah, yeah, unless yeah, yeah. I do it. So I'm putting it on at Cinematekens. So if you are in Copenhagen on the 21st and you want to go see a, a quirky, funny movie, uh, go check that out. Um, and the other thing is, when, one of the things we did at... Um, Um, uh, new name, new you. The event we hosted uh, was we put it to the audience for hot tips. We yeah. literally opened it up, saying anybody wants hot tips, come up and say what you're up to, and we'll promote it. And I think it's good to do that here as well. So uh, if you are in Copenhagen, if you're in Odense, if you're in Aarhus, if you're in Olbeg, Kolding, Kolding, Bulund, Bilund, Bilund, yeah, uh, Vangede, yeah. Flexpert. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, get in touch. Uh, send us a message on um, Instagram or Facebook, and um, yeah. uh, we will be happy to promote it. Uh, yeah. And that's um, that's the show. Yeah. Before we go. Oh yeah. Oh, there's more. PPS. PPPS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
It would, uh, if you like uh, what you hear, it would mean uh, the world to us if you would give us a, a rating on Spotify. Yeah. There are like, uh, they now have, it's a new feature they have, but you can like uh, give us some stars, Ooh. ideally five, yep. uh, if you're feeling uh, frisky. Yeah. Uh, but that would just uh, be lovely. Absolutely. And uh, until then, stay coping.